I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, November 17th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. So today's fact of the day is for all the Peak Pal Swifties out there. Now, for the low, low price of only $43,125 U.S. dollars, you too can purchase a ticket on the resale market to see Taylor Swift in Houston. Now, other tour stops saw resale tickets edging over $10,000 after Swifties crashed the Ticketmaster site when tickets went on sale. And this all led Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to call for the breakup of Ticketmaster, who sells the tickets, and Live Nation, one of the biggest event producers in the world. Now, the ticketing company has faced accusations of anti-competitive behavior, as well as complaints about price gouging and excessive fees since it merged with Live Nation in 2010. The worst part, really, though, Peak Pals, is that it means a lot of us probably aren't going to get to see Taylor on her latest tour when she stops in Canada. Dates, by the way, still have not been announced for this yet, but we'll be sure to keep you updated. Okay, Peak Pals, we've got three great stories for you today. For our first story, the housing downturn may be ending. For our second story, there's a new AI tool. And for our last story, there's some activity in the Arctic. For our first story, is it the beginning of the end of Canada's real estate downturn? Well, RBC sure does think so. Ladies and gentlemen, economists from the nation's largest bank, they're calling it the housing market may be entering the final stage of its cyclical downturn, a view justified by the slowing pace of declining home sales and the smallest monthly drop in property value seen since May 2022. Now, the volume of home sales fell by over a third compared to the same time last year, and prices are down by almost 10%, but still getting higher than before the pandemic. Now, RBC's Robert Hogue thinks, quote-unquote, an inflection point in some ways off, but it does suggest most of the price correction is likely behind us, at least for Canada as a whole. And this matters because the central bank's aggressive interest rate hikes, they've gone pretty much according to plan by battering the country's famously hot housing market. The average mortgage rate is about 5% these days compared to the less than 2% that it was in early 2020. Now, while prices are seemingly stabilizing, high mortgage rates keep homes out of reach for most Canadians and have contributed to a 12% surge in rental prices. Next, according to the big bank counterpart BMO, Property values aren't quite done falling just yet, and RBC's Hogue agrees that quote-unquote rising interest rates and the loss of affordability will keep market activity quiet into early 2023, with prices bombing around the spring. For our second story, have you ever cried out in frustration because a work memo you've been tasked with writing simply refuses to get done? Well, what if we told you that soon it could quite literally write itself? Peak Pals, here's the one thing I'll promise you. This podcast will never write itself. There'll always be that human touch on it. So here's what's happening. Cult favorite note-taking platform, Notion, a favorite here at the peak, launched a private alpha test for its newest product, Notion AI, which can generate written content with a single prompt. Now, Notion AI is super simple to use. Pick what kind of content you want. Options include blog posts, sales emails, to-do lists, etc., and type in what you want it to be about. Now, the post-generated aren't finished products. They often have errors and lack a certain human je ne sais quoi, if you know what I mean, but offer a starting point that saves lots and lots of time. Notion is far from the only company staking a claim in the emerging generative AI space. It will compete with prominent AI writing players like Jasper, which recently raised $125 million in funding, and Google's recently released WordCraft product, and here's why it matters. AI tools are on track to become a normal part of daily work life, right alongside printers, photocopiers, and virtual meetings that really could have been emails. Now, Notion CEO Ivan Zhao told The Verge, now is the moment that generative AI goes from a nifty science project to a useful consumer tool. As generative AI improves, it has almost limitless potential beyond copywriting with use cases 
as varied as legal research, medical administration, and even drafting laws. But these AI wordsmiths, they need a lot of data to work. Highly personalized products for companies will require tons of internal information, raising tons more privacy concerns. Next, you can join the waitlist for Notion AI now. I really hope they don't add a quick and fun daily Canadian business newsletter, but I really hope they don't add audio as well, because that would put us out of work here. For our third story, Canada is ill-equipped to detect ships in Arctic waters, and the country's Auditor General is pointing fingers at the federal government for not doing enough to address the problem. Here's what's driving the news. According to a new report, Arctic infrastructure is outdated, plagued with aging surveillance systems, incomplete marine traffic data, and procurement issues. And this is happening because for decades, NATO nations, including Canada, had priorities bigger than some frozen region up north, which gave Russia a head start to level up its capacities. Now, Canada's playing catch-up. With its new Arctic military base scheduled to open in 2023, the report found it will only be able to operate one month of the year. Aging surveillance satellites and ice-breaking ships are also set to be replaced, but current timelines suggest that new machinery being built won't be ready in time. And this all really does matter because as melting glaciers make our northern backyard more accessible, for better or for worse, likely for worse, countries will come looking to take control of emerging trade routes and accrue military advantages. Between 1990 and 2019, voyages in the Canadian Arctic waters more than tripled, with vessels from foreign countries making up a large chunk of that increase. Now, not knowing who's floating around in the region could pose a threat to economic and national security. Canada's decision about surveillance of Arctic waters today may have long-term effects on our sovereignty, the report reads, and action is needed to close gaps. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to Canadian business news podcast. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale and Peak Pals. Have a great rest of the day.